Welcome to Being Better Podcast, where we explore the things that make us happier, wiser, and healthier people. Hi, my name is Julia, and I am your host. Every week, I take a concept, a technique, or a story to learn how it can make us better. I hope that this show can help you become the person you've always wanted to be. So, here we go. people, you seekers, you wanderers, you awesome, just beautiful souls, welcome to the Being Better podcast, where it is my job to guide you through the rocky paths of self-development, whatever that might mean to you. I mean, it might mean learning to say no to people and establishing boundaries. And it also, at the same time, for some people might mean stepping out of your comfort zone and saying yes to more things. It might mean becoming more disciplined when it comes to the habits you're working on. Or for other people, it might mean letting go of the drive to be productive and schedule every hour of your week. So whatever it is that you are working on to be happier, wiser and healthier, this show is here to help you along that journey. And before we discuss all of that, I'm quickly just going to move on to your favorite segment, which is my recommendation. So uh, this past week, like I said, I think in the previous episode, I was a bit sick and my voice is still not the best. But since I was sick, I had some time in bed trying to just, you know, pass some time and I decided to watch something and I watched kind of actually binged at The Good Place on Netflix. And I think you might have heard about this show. Um, it is the one by Michael Schur. I think this is how his name is pronounced. And it's starring Kristen Bell, Ted Danson, Jamila Jamil. So all of those people. And it is basically a show about heaven and the afterlife. But at the same time, it is also kind of a sitcom. And I know, I mean, I was kind of not thinking that those two qualities will go together well, but I was actually surprised. So like the first season, I wasn't really into it. I mean, I was kind of uh, because I love Kristen Bell, but I decided to stick with it. And actually, I really fell in love with the next seasons. And I'm trying to think how I can describe it to you without really spoiling. Um, but well... Basically, the thing is, like, this main character, Eleanor Shellstrop, which is played by Kristen Bell, she finds herself in the afterlife, and she's both relieved and surprised that she has made it into the good place. Um, but it doesn't really take long for her to realize that, well, she is there by mistake. She wasn't really a good person on Earth. And then she also meets this person who is supposed to be her soulmate and he is a ethics professor and then they decide that you know he's going to teach her how to be a good person basically so without spoiling the show is really funny and i really like how they make it funny but also there's a lot of philosophy and ethics in there and also you know just the philosophy of what it is after we die and how does the afterlife looks like and if there is even is an afterlife and I don't know I was surprised by how they made it possible um that you can you know 
laugh about you know the people in the afterlife and actually make it sort of enjoyable um so yeah i really like this show i think it's interesting i think it's very different than other sitcoms in the way that you have those more serious topics which right are still very digestible and it's still very easy to follow um and yeah i i think it's just such a heartwarming show because there's diversity there and it is not blind to the problems of the real world in the 21st century and I think yeah it's a nice show if you are trying to find something new to watch on Netflix then I really would recommend The Good Place. I am aware that maybe my recommendation now is not the greatest but I really don't want to spoil anything um, for you so yeah watch The Good Place. And now moving on to the main topic of our episode this week. And today I want to talk about being by yourself. So a couple of days ago, I came back from just this solo hiking slash running trip in the mountains. I decided to go because basically I was a little overwhelmed just coming back to work and all the people after a lot of chilling out during summertime, especially um, the last weeks of August. And yeah, I was a little overwhelmed and I desperately needed nature. But since all my usual hiking buddies were busy, I just decided to hop on a train at about 6am and just go by myself. And the train ride was very pleasant. I spent about two hours just reading and listening to music. And then I came to the place and I went out on the trail. And I didn't want to, you know, be in nature and listen to anything. So I put my headphones and my phone down and I started walking in complete silence with basically no one around me. It was very early and, you know, there were no distractions and really nothing to keep me away from my own thoughts. And that was when I realized how uncomfortable this can be. I mean, even for me, a person who really already likes silence and already likes being alone every once in a while. But I realized that going out with no podcasts, no music, nothing to actively think about for hours and hours is not something that I do a lot and probably not enough. I found myself kind of freaking out about, you know, what I should be doing and what I should be thinking about and even how much longer I have to do this for and that really surprised me because I was so stressed out about how me being alone should look and feel that I stopped enjoying and even wanted to stop the thing that I really love so much which is hiking and I was really looking forward to for basically the whole week and that's when I decided to really pay attention to my thoughts and my emotions on that trip and kind of study how my body reacts to being alone and I found out so many interesting things that I decided to make this episode you are listening to right now and talk about being by yourself because I think it is something we are all so terrified about I mean it doesn't matter if you are quote an introvert or an extrovert I think that to some degree, being alone with your own thoughts, with no distractions of 
a show or a podcast in the background is not something you are comfortable with. And I need to stress this, by the way, I'm not talking about being by yourself when you are reading a book or going grocery shopping. I just mean silently being with yourself. I think we are so, so scared of it. And when I started to think why we are so afraid of it, I realized then how much of our daily choices are just defined by our fear of being alone. I mean, first think about how we want to get status, how we want to be rich, attractive, have popular friends, have a great job. And some percentage, we all strive to climb that hierarchy ladder because that means being admired by others and that means just not being alone. I think that status competition is just based on our fear of being alone. And then another thing, think about the current dating industry. I mean, think about how much money and even worse, how much our mind bandwidth goes into our search for a romantic partner. And you may call it love. I won't argue that love is a big driver. However, love is often just attachment. And attachment often just comes from our fear of being alone. But it doesn't matter if we are attached to our partner, our friends, or the status game. These are all proof that the thought of being by ourselves is so terrifying to us and our primitive ape mind. And as much as I think that it is very important to build meaningful connections with others, I also think it is much more important to build a good relationship with yourself and then as a result, let go of the fear of being by yourself. But yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. So today I want to talk about why it is so healthy for us to spend time by ourselves and also how you can become comfortable with it, especially if you're the kind of person who just gets anxious by thinking about sitting alone in the cinema or something like that. Um, yeah, because I think we are so scared and a lot of us, I think me included, just don't want to take ourselves shopping or go to a restaurant alone or to the movies or whatever that is, just because we think it's quote-unquote sad, that we are supposed to have someone to do these things with. And if someone will see us by ourselves, they will judge us. So yeah, I think the key here in all of this is that being alone with your thoughts is scary, right? I mean, we put so much effort into avoiding being present. I think that's why so many people just cannot stand meditation. And that's why I too am listening to podcasts for the most part when I am running. But actually being with your own thoughts is so great and so beneficial. And I think the reason for why it is so good is simply that through being with ourselves, we get to know ourselves, our unbiased by the presence of others self. And if you think about it and consider all the situations in which you are alone with your thoughts, it's really rare for us to experience that self. And my argument today is that without truly getting to know that self and that personality, which is fully yours and unbiased, without getting to know that part, you cannot say that you know yourself. And further than that, you cannot really say that you love yourself, which I mean so many of us claim that they do. 
Because when you are by yourself with nothing to distract you, your brain is in just in this state of awareness. And there are not a lot of things which can take you out of this state that so many people are actually trying to achieve through their practice of meditation or, or yoga. And I think the reason why so many of people are really actively trying to reach that state through all these different practices is that when you are aware of every thought that arises, you start to recognize patterns that your mind has. And after you get to know these patterns, suddenly you arrive at this deep understanding of yourself, of your every problem and your every insecurity. And I think you'd be surprised how easy it is to find solutions and to overcome your insecurities when you actually pay attention to them. And when you spend some time just rethinking the words that you say to yourself every day. So as much as I think and I know how hard it is to be with your thoughts with no podcast, no music and no friends to chat with, I also know that this can be life-changing. When there are no distractions from the things that are actually important that your body is trying to tell you like, you know, traumas that you need to recover from or certain needs that should be met or other pains that can even come from your soul, it will be that much easier to take care of that and start living that life you deserve. And also, I think there's another thing here. So when I was hiking these couple of days ago, I noticed how how I was anxious about what I should be feeling and thinking about at that time. How I should be really enjoying and appreciating being alone, right? Because this is so this is what monks do and this is what these virtuous people that I look up to do. But like I said, it usually is not easy and most time it's actually just uncomfortable. So I stopped and I decided to stop pushing myself into just enjoying it and decided to actively do nothing. No no thinking, no planning, no singing to myself and not remembering past conversations and how I should have responded to that bit in that car three months ago. Yeah, I just focused on doing nothing, no thinking, no focusing on anything just walking and I realized this is so powerful I mean first of all it is far more enjoyable than you would expect I mean combined with that repetitiveness of walking and hiking it sort of put me in a trance-like state it is kind of like your mind finally just stops jumping from one thought to another and it's just finally able to rest. I guess this is what happens when we sleep and this is why sleep is so crucial, just because our monkey mind finally shuts the fuck up and the constant chatter and noise of our thoughts just stops and there's only silence. As I am actively trying to do nothing, not even focusing on my breath or any mantra like I do in meditation, I just do nothing. Because There's also uh, another really important thing that this has taught me, which is that actively trying to do nothing makes you realize that it will always be okay, even if you end up 
alone with nothing to distract you. Like you can get really comfortable with the idea that really you don't need a lot. Like this is really fine. Like being with yourself, not trying to think, not trying to sing to yourself, not trying to solve any mathematical problems, which as a kid, when I used to swim those hours and hours training I used to do really a lot of different equations just to run away from my thoughts but when you spend some time with your thoughts and realize that actually it doesn't hurt me suddenly you no longer are anxious about being you know in the middle of your run and your phone dying or scared about having to wait an hour in a queue or about your wi-fi router breaking you realize that you can always just do nothing and it's not going to hurt you and actually might be quite enjoyable. And then you also stop being so focused on being liked and praised by others and you're not that desperate for people to always be with you and always like you because you learn that you will be fine either way. If they are there or not, you will be fine because you always have that plan B, which is not that bad. And yeah, this is what I realized. And another big part of being by yourself and actually enjoying it, I think is talking to yourself, um, which is another thing that I wanted to talk about. And I know that this might sound crazy for some people, but yeah, I actually talk to myself and I do it a lot. And I have been for, I think, a long time since I was a child. I have talked to myself um, and especially when I was alone. Oh my God, this is kind of embarrassing to say, especially, you know, showing this online where there are thousands of people that can listen to it. Okay, but whatever. Um, when I was alone, I think I started talking to myself because as a kid, I used to watch a lot of early YouTube vloggers. And I probably was just kind of copying them, you know, the kind of things that people say about when they are, you know, daily vlogging about their days. Um, but I think after I started to do that, which is really cringy, um, then I think it kind of evolved into something more serious than, you know, just talking about what I am doing and what I'm going to do next and how I need to, I don't know, clean my room and study and all that I think it has evolved to the point when now, whenever I am feeling down or stressed, I just take myself out on a walk and ask myself out loud, um, well, Julia, why are you feeling like this? I guess I just kind of play uh, the role of my own therapist and just let myself speak about my problems out loud which actually has been proven to be very helpful by many studies. When you speak things and or write them in your journal, it really helps. Um, and then after I ask, ask myself that question, what is that I'm feeling and why, I also make myself think about what can be the solution and where I should go from there. And I have to say that actually... I don't think there has been any case when that wasn't helpful or at least that it w it didn't make me feel better. I think it actually is always helpful in some way. So yeah, I really recommend doing these little checkups with yourself and asking yourself out loud, hey, how am I feeling right now? And also why it is that I feel that. 
I think it might feel strange at the beginning, but we all have that inner voice that speaks to us at all hours of the day. And I think really it is okay to talk back sometimes. I know it's easier to ignore that inner voice, especially when you are surrounded by people. However, you cannot ignore it when you are on your own. And that's another reason why being alone is so powerful. So if you can, learn to listen to that inner voice and also be positive and be kind to yourself. Listen to what your inner voice is saying with compassion and also be mindful about your thought patterns. Because I think talking to yourself makes you develop a relationship with yourself as if kind of you were a different person. Um, again, it's kind of embarrassing, but I about myself as if I have this friend that I can tell anything to and she will always understand me and not judge me because she was going through the same thing because she's me but she's going through the same thing and I can speak to her even though it's me it's kind of fucked up but I, I love it and it also apart from just establishing a better relationship with yourself and actually it can help you have a better relationship with others because when you have a good relationship with yourself and you know what you want and you are happy being on your own and you know it's not going to hurt you you can be content until you find what you are looking for in a relationship with other with a significant other or just with a friend and the last thing that I learned on that wonderful hike that I'm talking about today, actually another thing, hikes are so great. I sp think I spent like eight hours walking and that was awesome. But yeah, I'm getting tangential here. Um, anyway, I, what I realized is also like, I do not hike by myself enough. And I found that so just enjoyable because I did not have to fit with anyone Usually when I want to speed up and someone is, you know, walking slowly, I have to readjust myself and fit within their pace and just stop and wait for them. And I didn't have to do that because I was alone. Or when someone is, you know, wanting to keep walking when I want to stop and when I want to get a snack, they want to just go. Or when I want to go somewhere where they don't want to go, you have to fit within that. And it sounds selfish, but I think sometimes it's it just feels nice, you know, to go, go somewhere and you can do all the things that you want to and you don't have to fit within anybody's expectations. And it just, I mean, isn't that fun? I think it is. And I think it might be a little selfish but I think every once in a while it's nice to not have to stretch to make someone else happy and actually do what your heart desires because if I was waiting for someone to tell me that they can go with me for that hike then I wouldn't go and actually I had to prioritize myself and decided that I'm going to spend the entire day just walking in the mountains and that was gonna be that and it was incredible I'm not gonna lie so the last thing that I want to talk about today is some advice that I can give you through my own experience and also through some research that I have done on this topic advice on how you can fall in love with being alone and how you can get comfortable with being by yourself 
And I think the first one is just do what I did and take yourself out on a date. If you don't like hiking, then don't do it. I know that most people don't like it. But just do what you think you might enjoy, but something that you might be present doing. So go to a restaurant by yourself or, I don't know, take a canvas and go to a park and start painting or whatever go horse riding do something or do a couple of things just take yourself on a date you can go to the movies I mean you wouldn't be present but just you can go to movies and do something else go for a walk later just plan a date that you would go to with someone and actually just go do these things by yourself I think treat yourself like you are another person that you would care about as if you are a friend and I think that can help a lot and another my another piece of advice is like I said before talk to yourself do these checkups and ask yourself questions sometimes I think you can have a great conversation with yourself and oh my god I think this is kind of embarrassing that I'm just talking about it right now but okay fuck it Sometimes you can have conversations with yourself and you can have answers that you really can be surprised by. For example, when I journal and when the prompt is what is your relationship with spirituality, I think I wrote like, you know, four pages of what I think about my relationship with God or how it changed and what I think about spirituality right now. And if I didn't ask myself that question, I wouldn't know. And, you know, just talk to yourself. I think you would be surprised by how it can improve the relationship with yourself. And further than that, my another piece of advice, which is kind of uh, related to talking to yourself, is please ask yourself what you appreciate in yourself and basically what you like about yourself. I think looking at the highlights of what kind of person you are makes you appreciate that actually you are a great person and I think for a lot of people the reason why they don't want to be alone is that just they don't like themselves it's plain and simple as that they just don't like the person that they are when they are alone maybe they like the person they are when they are with others but not alone and asking yourself what are the qualities that I like about myself for example I like that I am usually very optimistic and that I care about other people and I am ambitious I like those things about myself and what are the qualities that you like about yourself you can answer them now as you're listening to this episode Um, and another thing is ask yourself what you don't like about yourself and what makes you uncomfortable with the idea of being alone maybe there's a reason maybe you just don't like that you are shy or maybe you don't like that you think you are I don't know boring whatever it is that you think is the reason why you are not comfortable with yourself please ask yourself that and be honest with yourself because then after you asked those questions Please ask yourself what qualities you want to learn or change about yourself in order for you to like yourself. Maybe those qualities are not going to be actually something that you are supposed to change. But I think if you ask yourself 
and your answer is that for example I don't like how I look then you can realize well this is a toxic way to think and yeah I think asking yourself what qualities would you have to have in order for you to like yourself and then asking why I think it's a nice way to start that relationship with yourself and start improving that relationship which is to be honest it's the most important relationship in your life and you need to prioritize it and my last tip for anyone who is trying to be kinder with themselves and fall in love with being alone is to journal i think if you are uncomfortable with the idea of talking to yourself uh, which i get i'm just a crazy person if you don't want to talk to yourself writing is just as good i mean it takes more time to put that those thoughts on the paper but i think it's just as well and it can be very beneficial you can use various journal prompts there are a lot of communities on instagram for example that i follow which provide daily journaling prompts which can be very great questions that can initiate sort of a self discussion and make you realize a lot of things that you really didn't know about before. So I think journaling is a very good way, especially um, future self-journaling, which you can Google. And yeah, I think journaling can be a great way to start if talking to yourself seems kind of hardcore. And the last thing that I'm gonna say, truly, I swear, the last thing, I promise is that remember to be compassionate to yourself and be kind to yourself. Because through all of that self-awareness and self-research and diving deep and talking to yourself and asking yourself questions about what is it that you don't like about yourself, a lot of dirty, not really great and negative things can come out of it. And you can learn things about yourself that you really didn't want to know and that you were running away from for a long time and these things were the reason why you didn't want to spend time alone in the first place so remember to be kind to yourself and not be judgmental about the things that arise through all of that diving deep within yourself you know some things about you are just gonna be hard and we all have insecurities and we all have shit that we need to go through and even the, th the people in your life that you think have it all figured out, I swear to you, they don't. Because I know that some people think that I have it all figured out. I definitely do not. So please be kind to yourself. Whatever it is that you find through being alone and, and feeling your feelings. And actually for the first time, listening to that inner voice and those instincts and those traumas that you did not take care of listening to all those things can be hard but i think it can be very beneficial so just be kind cut yourself some slack and accept that you are such a great person now i will not have an insight of this week this week because i am late to a meeting and actually i have to finish now but i just wanted to say that i love you you are such a great person and just the fact that you now devoted those 30 minutes to listen to this episode and took those 30 minutes out of your day 
to listen about something and improve yourself and improve the relationship with yourself it's just so great and thank yourself for that I think it really can make a difference so I thank you you thank yourself you are such a great person you look great today I mean damn just have you looked in a mirror you look awesome and I will speak to you in the next episode and produced by Julia Spohr. If you want to learn more, visit the website attached in the episode description or visit our Instagram page, which you can also find in the episode description or at beingbetter.pod. If you want to support the show, there are a couple of ways to do that. The first one and the best one is to share the podcast with your friends and with your family. Tell them why you enjoy it and why they might enjoy it as well. You can also share it on your social media platforms. And another way to help the show is to write a review, rate or subscribe to the podcast because that helps new listeners find the show as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will speak to you in the next one.